Welcome to Conspiracy What? 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 That's the question <laughs> that we're here to answer. I'm not sad about that. <laughs> I'm Cameron. Are you though? Encrypted Cameron. Okay. That's right. Um, I don't remember what an Ahul is, but I'm apparently Ali Ahul. It's a giant bat. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, oh giant bat. They're carnivorous. Um, I'm oh. Chelsea Serpent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you can't tell what we're talking about this episode, we've then decided... you didn't read the title. No. Bad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you guys know how there's a lot of cryptid stories that take, like, maybe five to ten minutes to tell you about. Well, we compiled a bunch of them into one episode. We compiled three. Yeah. It's more like a few. Mm-hmm. But it's more than one. We're gonna, what, I don't know, what are we calling this? Cryptid buffet? Cryptid cookie? <laughs> <laughs> the cryptid cookie. I don't know what we're calling it. Cryptid pulpery. We don't have a title for this, <laughs> but basically we're gonna try and do this a bunch where we just have a nice compilation. Cryptid compilation. It's a grab bag hey. episode. Yeah. We, we did one with our, uh, with our final haunted episode with Sarah. We did a grab bag of different haunted places. This is the same idea, just cryptids since... Cryptids. They don't have very long stories a lot of times. Mm-mm. It's just like, I saw that. I have no proof. Believe me. That's what most of these are. So. Well, podcast is over. You just explained everything. I did. You're right. I know. It doesn't mean they're not real. It just means they might not be real. I guess I can open this up with saying, though, there's a lot of people that are like, cryptids are not real things. Like, people, because we haven't found them, so they're not real. But, like, we find new animals all the time. Yeah, and the ocean. Yeah. Where there's no light. <laughs> well, and like I was reading today that like what's been scientifically considered a cryptid, and like I found out that uh, gorillas were a cryptid until like the mid 1800s. Uh, mountain gorillas were a cryptid until the 1910. Uh, Komodo dragons were a cryptid until the 1900s. So we find cryptids, like we find the actual animal all the time. And technically, the giant squid was one, even though we knew it was real. We just didn't know how to find it or where it was or what it looked like when it was moving. So what I'm hearing you say is life uh, finds a way. And I really hope it doesn't with some of these that we have on here. (laughs) I want to be friends with mine. (laughs) Conspiracy, what are the fun facts? So I pulled two of them. Uh, Cryptotourism is the practice of cryptid hunting while on vacation or planning a vacation around cryptid mythologies. Like if you wanted to go to the Mothman Festival. And... Maine has some good ones, like the International Cryptozoology Museum, which is located in Portland, Maine. And they estimate that the that cryptotourism generates $140 million annually in the U.S. There's a lot of nerds Dang. out there. That's why we're here. Nerds. We're catering to those nerds. You want to send that $140 million our way, though. That'd be cool. Cryptid catering? Cater to the cryptids. Mmm. Let's get started. All right, the Groot's long. How long is it? It's fucking long. (laughs) The word, like, literally means giant snake, big snake, um, in Africans. Or Dutch. I didn't really see if it's the same thing or if it's, like, mishmashed or, like, what the deal with that is. Why are the Dutch involved? I don't know. This is not... Well, it's South Africa. I can answer that. It's South Africa. Yeah. I I forgot. Okay. And colonialism. Yeah. And Afrikaans pulls from Dutch. Yeah. A lot. It basically just looks like a huge snake demon with an elephant head 
And yeah, that doesn't make sense, but what you're imagining is probably pretty close to what these people have drawn here. Um, it's allegedly 20 to 39 feet in length, with but a neck 40. 8 to 10 feet long. Does not ever get to 40. No. 39 no. feet long. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Do we know, is this a reptile? Is this a mammal? That's that's my question. Okay. See, I've, I've saw things that said either it's skin or scales is completely black, but it never says which one it is. Have we considered the possibility that this is not, in fact, an elephant head on this animal, but this thing killed an elephant and now wears an elephant's head on its own head as Okay, that's armor. still a cryptid. That's fucking scary. I was going to go with marsupial. Oh. But... Are marsupials part reptile? I mean, platypus have, like, weird little spines on their feetsies. The platypus is nature's biggest fuck-up. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Shut your whore mouth, sir. Listen, it's... Platypuses are adorable. It's got webbed feet. Aren't they, like, toxic, Have too? You? Yeah, that's the size. They've got a beaver tail yes. and a duckbill. Yes. Choose a route and go that route. You Fuck can't you just be... Know. You can't just be a poisonous no. bird beaver. Also, I'd like to point out that it's only the males who have the poisonous spines on the backs of their little feetsies. Yes, they're webbed. Get over it. They're adorable. Have you seen the babies? But they're hideous at the same time. Like garden gnomes. Abomination no. Not like a garden gnome. An abomination to nature. Whenever y'all are done. An elephant and a snake could be combined. I could see it. Or Apparently. it's wearing it as head armor. I'm going with helmet. marsupial with an elephant helmet. Alright, so this thing is really fucking long. <laughs> it's a long boy. Um, it's basically like a giant snake, I feel like, in most things. Uh, but there's also, it's sometimes described as, like, basically being an entire elephant, like, with a regular body, but then a really long snake tail. Which I feel like that's just stupid. Also, occasionally it has orange eyes. It's always completely black. Who looked into its eyes? That was the last thing they saw. I was about to say, are they okay? Because no. I don't think you come back from that. Yeah, we're just like corner rocking back and forth. Yeah. I'll post this picture in the newsletter, obviously, so y'all can get ready for that. Yeah, it's like the most famous drawing of it and um, what it would look like. There's also, I saw one thing that said that apparently this Groot song can transform itself into a young maiden who lures men into the Orange River to drown them. No, you figured out my secret. <laughs> and one of the local tribes also believed that the snake can kill with its very breath alone. <laughs> dun dun. Ew. <clears throat> this is so gross. <laughs> so this thing resides in Richtersfeld, South Africa. Um, it's basically just a barren wasteland desert. Kind of looks like more orange Nevada where I'm from. This is one of those stories where it just takes you way too fucking long to find anything that's not copy pasted on every single like first two pages of Google blogs on here, like literally the same information, until I finally found something that told me where this actual cave is, because this thing lives in a cave, and most things just say a very deep cave, and it's like, cool, thanks, where? Is a real cave. So this cave is allegedly connected to the ocean, which is actually like 40 miles away, so there's really like no technical proof of that, but it's supposed to like allow this thing to like come and go through the ocean and back as it wants to. I mean, it could be connected to the ocean. Yeah, I mean, we would really never know. There's rivers that are like pretty connected to the ocean <laughs> that are pretty long. Well, the Orange River right here is <laughs> telling me more about these rivers that 
connect to oceans that are it's pretty like long warm. bodies of water. Oh Just my like God. the snake. That ex like the snake that <laughs> wow. extend into the ocean. Wow. It's pretty wild. Also, I feel like every cryptid that's even like remotely associated with water, they're like, Clearly, there's a network of caves that lead to the ocean, so we can come and go. Obviously, mm -hmm. free-range cryptids. Why don't we ever see it? Because it just travels. They literally use that for everything. Because <sighs> they use it for Bigfoot too. Mm -hmm. Series of caves that they travel through. Yeah, yeah. But this one is a real cave, but it is kind of like freaky a little bit. No, it's, um, it's yeah. known as the Wonder Gate or the Wonder Gat, um, which is just the Wonder Cave. Or I will butcher this: the Heatsy Abib as known by the Nama people, which is a local tribe, means spirit or emptiness. Um, so basically this is really just a limestone sinkhole that goes like miles and miles directly straight down to the earth, and it has like a nearly perfectly circled opening. And yeah, it's actually featured in a lot of indigenous folklore. So there, it's a, that, that's a, yep, that cave, that's a cave. Yeah. Although it looks very small, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like, with the way they describe this snake thing, it would like really be like shimmying out of it, like a worm or something, you know? Like, <laughs> probably would have left skin, and like if it were a snake, like sheddings. Yeah, but allegedly it's also full of diamonds and gemstones and all kinds of riches and treasures and stuff. Is that where diamonds and gemstones come from? They're scary elephant snake sheddings. No, it just hoards them like a dragon. Mm, mm. Okay, so this is smog <laughs> now. So this is also filled with fresh water, though. Yeah, there's, there's like water at the bottom. So the whole legend with this monster thing is that this creature is allegedly mm. as old as the world itself. It's one of those like creation story things, and it was a mistake created by the gods. They realized they had made basically something that was way too OP, and they were like, oh no, we gotta split it into two smaller animals. And then that was supposedly how they started snakes and elephants. And they missed one? Yeah. It's a and hell of a fucking escaped. oversight. Ew. And now it lives in a cave, and it fiercely guards its stash of diamonds, and legend says that if you get trapped by it, you may be able to bargain for your freedom with more jewels. So I guess you better show up with more cool rocks. Tinfoil. In case you get stuck. Yes. Become the gem. I like the humans are like, we like gems. So does this thing. Because that makes sense. Uh, I do want to say, though, it doesn't sound like the whole legend thing that, like, existing for that long is kind of a long shot. Because, like, even trees don't last that long. But uh, it being, like, 20 to 39 feet long is not really that crazy. Anacondas are known for getting up to, like, 28 feet long is the largest one we've ever found with a girth of 44 inches. So that's, like, realistic, honestly. Yeah, it's but not, not 39, exactly. <laughs> well, they think that there are bigger ones. We've just never found them. Yeah, so. I, I was reading an article that was like, you know, like, what could this thing actually be, right? And it said the same thing. Like, there was once a snake that got to 29 feet, but it was a freak. It was not very well written. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's rude. The snake's like, oh, I'm just tall. I'm just big boned. It's just long. Hmm. So now I'm going to go into a story about a guy who disappeared, and I don't really know if it's real or not, because I can't find any like, fucking information on whether this guy actually existed. Um, so if you know whether or not some English guy named Peter Grayson existed in 1917, apparently he went to Oxford, because of course he did. 
And he decided that he and his crew of six people were going to show up to this area and they were going to go look for this treasure in this supposed Groot's Long Lair. And he was apparently quoted as saying, I am determined to return to England as a very rich man or a dead man. And then he sailed to Richtersfeld. Did he succeed at either of those? No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um... Yeah, after arriving, one party member was killed by a lion, and then another one was injured. A third one died of a poison bite, and then a fourth one got really sick, and then the fifth and the sixth members carried him back to town and left Grayson alone. And then he was never seen from again. Well, bummer. So basically everyone in the area assumes that he got got by the Groot Slang. Groot Slang. And um, also, I read that there are no lions in this area, so I don't really know how true this is. There's, like, no large mammals aside from, like antelope types he got skewered on their little pokey pokies <laughs> he was just skewered. like gosh it's a heavy heavy hat yeah that's like the worst drawing i found of it <laughs> i don't know what that is okay that one's kind of cute <laughs> like if that were but it has nothing to do with any of the descriptions <laughs> crocodile elephant i mean it kind of sounds like the elephant with a really long tail i yeah but they just took like the reptilian tail, long. tail situation and like matched it aesthetically i mean if that were a stuffed animal i'd give it a hug um yeah but that's basically all there really is interesting about the groot slung um so there's only like one death attributed to it i saw some vague things that were like this guy also saw it and then some guy shot at it and then he never came back but like the only one that really was like a fun story was the peter one interesting Hmm. yeah it's basically just like kind of local folklore but it's really scary looking. So. Except for this one. <laughs> yeah, not that one. I'll, I'll try and put both in the newsletter. For context, it's just if you put an elephant head on an alligator. Mm-hmm. With the truck. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's also not really a lot of like ideas wow. as to what this could be because it's probably just a really big snake. <laughs> like Cam said, a huge python. Um, some people assumed it could have been like a really absurdly oversized cobra because like they have the frills. Which could be like mistaken for an elephant head if you look at it. Do the cobras have frills? I, I don't think I don't cobras think they have do. frills. It's no. not the cobra. The little scary acid spitting ones in Jurassic Park do. No, that's lizards. a that's a lizard. You're thinking of the lizard that can just like. There's yeah. a snake yeah, with frills. It can pop its collar. It's yeah. maybe yeah. not a cobra. Yeah, but I no, thought... cobras do have. They have like they have. They're they're different. They're not like frills. Yeah. They're like little wing things. Oh, okay, because yeah. like, I know they're. Well, it's not like necks trying to get like. It's called a hood. A it's, hood. That's weird just, and yeah. All up in for the anyone hood. that might be screaming at us trying to figure out what it is, it's called a hood. Sorry, snake experts. <laughs> so. We can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, some people were like, "Well, maybe that could look like an elephant head." I don't know. <laughs> And then some people also just assumed it's some kind of unknown monitor lizard, which could could also be like where this cute drawing of that came from. Mm. I mean, that's my cryptid. Yeah. Yay! Yay! I was gonna say like it could also just be that people have seen a very very long anaconda because like I mean if you see a snake that's like twenty five feet long and you're not expecting that you might think that's like a thirty foot snake or larger it's because just living in this you're not expecting hole in the that. And especially if it's in a hole in the ground. But if it's also swallowing something, like, part of its head would look bigger. Mm-hmm. And then it's got, like, these fangs, and it's, like, expanded. So you might think that it's something else entirely. That's a possibility. Ew. And it, it's possible maybe what you're seeing is, like, something that's, like, it a third of the way. Loop. Well, like, think about it, though. <laughs> if, it's like, if it's, like, a third of the way down in the snake, 
and then you have the snake's head over here, then that would look like the trunk of the elephant. Mm-hmm. And you have this expanded piece of its body and then a tail that just winds into nothing. So I could easily see how you could think like elephant snake. Anyway. Chelsea Serpent. Yeah, it's me. Tell us about your thing. All right, so we're going to talk about the Flatwoods Monster. Yay. From South Africa all the way to... West Virginia. That place. Surprise. Ooh. Uh, so the Flatwoods Monster is also known as the Braxton County Monster, because Flatwoods is in Braxton County. Um, Phantom of Flatwoods or Braxy, which is my favorite. That's a good one. Right. Um, so, the basics. On September 12th of 1952 in Flatwoods, West Virginia, three boys aged 12, well, 10 to 13, <laughs> numbers are hard, um, were playing football at dusk. This was about 7 o'clock in the evening. Um, they saw a pulsing red light streak across the sky and crash on a nearby farm owned by G. Bailey Fisher. This is the only time uh, Mr. Fisher appears in this story. So, didn't have a lot to say about this. So, these kids went to investigate, obviously. On the way, they stopped home, got one of their moms. Uh, they also picked up a family dog along the way, and they brought um, a neighbor who was in the National Guard but was only 17 years old. Is this I a some picnic? Questions. Is, that, is that what we're going I for here? I heard nothing about snacks. <laughs> Damn it. But amateurs. So, like, if we don't find what we're looking for, I'm just we're just gonna go trespassing on Farmer Fisher's. Land, I Why guess. not, I guess. I don't know. The 50s were weird. So anyway, by the time they were actually headed to the farm to check it out, the group consisted of five boys, the mom, the dog, and the neighbor in the National Guard, who was also a teenager. So as they approached the top of a hill, they saw a pulsing red light at the crash site, and there was a strong sulfur smell the closer they got. They saw a 10-foot figure with red glowing eyes in a red face with a spade-shaped hood spindly arms, claw hands, and a greenish-blackish body in a dress floating above the ground. (laughs) What? Take a second, look up a picture. It's going to be a lot easier for everybody. Oh, my God. It's very... So this is an alien? It's a very Uh 50s design, too. Like, every picture I see is so 50s. Yeah, Yeah, it's, like, very much that, like, Dior silhouette. It reminds me of um, the Jetsons. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, yeah. It's very Especially similar. With the eyes, like the robot. I just <laughs> this one. I always think it's funny, like how influential the '50s design is on the creature. Uh, yeah. I one love of the this. witnesses described the dress as having quote a pleated green skirt. Oh, I didn't know aliens pleated their skirts. <laughs> Apparently, this alien is in Catholic school too. So, the creature at this point um, also made hissing, clicking, and shrieking sounds, and then started floating towards the group. At this point, our friend in the National Guard screamed and dropped the flashlight, and then that kicked the rest of the group into gear, and they ran. Uh, one boy reportedly <laughs> peed himself. While running? I Is there, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can't leave a trail for the Sign alien lighting. to follow. That's... Also, this guy's in the National Guard. So he screamed and dropped the flashlight. Like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. And just blitzes. Yep. And I feel like he left before everyone else. That's a good question. Who, what kind of dog was this? <laughs> Rutro. I don't know. I didn't find it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the best theory that I've heard so far is that this was actually Scooby-Doo. Uh, so, screaming and then peeing and then... <laughs> 
After the group fled and the site was then further investigated by the sheriff and a deputy, because, you know, run all the way back to the mom's house, call the sheriff. Um, there was apparently no evidence of a crash except for the lingering odor of sulfur and, quote, a sickening burnt metallic odor. So there may or may not have been, like, some rubber and some sticky goop on the ground, um, but that could have been from a car, like, 50s trucks, they were super fucking leaky, I don't know. Uh, so the witnesses reported experiencing nausea and headaches as a result of the sulfurous gas and odor. Some sources said it was kind of misty and the gas was doing some billowing. Some just said it was a sulfur smell. Uh, these symptoms are commonly attributed to shock, hysteria, and mustard gas. Uh, WebMD will probably also have thoughts and feelings. <laughs> so don't look it up. That would be bad. Um, in the aftermath of this, the U.S. Air Force reportedly investigated Braxy as part of Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book! Yay! Uh, most skeptics believe that the creature was a startled barn owl because that of... That was Dave the... Tall. <laughs> well, they get into that because, like, yeah. the barn owl has, like, the heart-shaped face, but I'm like, the point is, like, down at the bottom, not mm -hmm. at the top, so I'm like, eh, that's a stretch, dudes. Um, but also, like ever seen owl's legs they're like half their body <laughs> um, they're really goofy looking uh, and they sit crisscross applesauce um sometimes but like you know if an owl were like fully extended and flapping and freaking out like that could have caused the head yeah. shape with like the spindly arms and claws what i've always heard is it's the possibility of it being freaked out because the people ran up on it mm -hmm. and then it extends its wings which i get that shape over its body and then you see the feet because it's extending. Mm -hmm. So that's but attached to dress. A, that's attached to a branch because mm -hmm. it's standing on a branch, which is over a bush. So <laughs> leafy green <laughs> equals pleated green skirt. And in the, oh my God. in the dark with a flashlight, you might get that effect. <laughs> Why can't I have any fantastical situations like this? How often are you creeping up on barn owls in the dark? Not very often. Not enough. Well, there Let's you go. go. After this. It, it is an interesting theory. <laughs> so what I'm That's getting from this is when in doubt, blame an owl. Because like half these are like, it's an owl. Uh, let's see, other theories include there were meteor sightings in the larger West Virginia area, and those were reported on September 12th, and it was like in the surrounding counties, um, and there are actual records of that. Um, there were also red flashing lights on like nearby towers for like telecommunications or airplanes or whatever, just like on the surrounding hills and mountains. Just blame the owl, I guess. <laughs> That's almost as bad as saying Dover Demon was a moose. Okay, so Flatwoods, the town, has fully leaned into their visitor. The sign into town reads, Welcome to Flatwoods, home of the green monster. Uh, it hosts the Flatwoods Monster Museum, and the annual Flatwoods Days Festival is on the anniversary of the encounter. Oh <laughs> There's also a Flatwoods Monster chair near the town hall for visitors. Uh, there will be pictures of this because it is delightful. Um, let's see, Braxy specific fun facts. Braxy has a big following in Japan, especially in video games. Apparently, uh, they kind of get, like, the anime treatment. So, like, bigger, cuter eyes and a scary mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's my summation of anime, as I understand it. Uh, let's see. And the West Virginia band, Captain Catfish, recorded the song, The Phantom of Flatwood. Uh, that video, the audio quality is iffy. 
um, but there's a, uh, a public radio feature on it that has it. And so my conclusion is that Braxy is just a socially anxious hipster from the 50s who wants you to know that their dress has pockets. It's not an owl. His dress does have pockets. Oh, the one in the picture? One in the YouTube video. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm like, that's a pretty full skirt. Like, you could fit pockets in there. I also would like to bring up, um, some people think, you know, this is attributed to small towns or whatever, too. You know, like, they don't have a whole lot going on, might get freaked out by something. But in that case, I need people to know that Flatwoods is also a very small town. Uh, in 2019, its census was 261 people. Holy shit, really? Yeah, in 2011, it was 482. So it has steadily declined, and they just don't have very many people there in general. So there are more acres than there are people. I just had a thought. Isn't there the, a West Virginia town that's been on fire since the 70s? That's Pennsylvania. It's all the same to me. Um, I'm like, we'll just add this to the list of states that I've said bad things about. Um, I'm like, maybe that caused the sulfurous odor. Mm. I don't know how close Pennsylvania is to this. It's all in that ballpark, isn't it? It's all part of Appalachia. I mean, if this is like a small town and what is probably farm area, mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but it probably is. Um, you kind of get that smell around farm areas. So. Sickly sulfurous odor. And honestly, I'd be willing to bet there's like a factory or something nearby too. Oh, for sure. And it's one of those things where like you might not notice the smell normally because you live there. Mm -hmm. But like when you're freaked out, you might all of a sudden notice like everything around you because mm -hmm. you're suddenly like fully aware of what's going on. So that could very much happen. Maybe they all got <laughs> mustard <laughs> gas. Yeah, I'm like, I like how that That's was just like one. dropped in there and the Air Force was like, wait, wait. <laughs> You have to look at this, take notes in our tiny blue notebooks. Yeah, and then they had a meeting and they asked, did we mustard gas anyone that day? <laughs> Test areas? Near there? No? Nope? Still just in the desert? Okay. In conclusion, uh, I'd like to propose that SantaCon no longer be a thing, and that uh, BraxyCon become a thing, because I want to dress like her with a lot in. of other people. Accurate. To be fair, the people who invented the Segway didn't think of a good one either, because it killed one of them. Now we go to Maryland, the cryptid playground of the world. I thought that was West Virginia. It's both. It's both of I them. I thought it was the whole, like, the Northeast. Both of them have, like, a slew of cryptids and weird shit that goes on. And it's just, I don't know, that whole area is just Can just the one Coast. be, like, the Vegas of cryptids and one be the Atlantic City? Yeah, I would say Great. that I would say that like Maryland is a Vegas Perfect. because like yeah, Maryland's got like know. important stuff there. So cool. Yeah, I don't know. People no, have conventions no, and parties at both of those places, so I was like. Anyway, we're talking about the goat, <laughs> go, man goat man of go, Maryland. Go. We're talking about the Goatland of Maryland. <laughs> um, you might think that you've heard of it. Some people have heard of the Goatman of Pope Lick. Gross. Uh, but <laughs> it is not the same Goatman. Possibly they do have different origins sometimes. Uh, they are in completely different areas, though. They are miles and miles and miles and miles away from each other. It's like a nine-hour drive. So. But are those areas connected by a series of underground tunnels and or no, caves? No, but are they you sure? are connected. And I'm going to talk about that because it's a weird thing that I found. Perfect. So. I going to make connections. I spent a lot of time making connections. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> the Goatman is a lot of origins. Like, a ton of origins. Uh... But there are very, like, specific things that go along with the Goatman that are all very consistent. Specifically, he is violent, 
He is axe-wielding, and he's always hungry. Uh, so those are always things that are going on. One of the biggest versions starts out with a scientist named Stephen Fletcher. I, there's a the whole thing about why I'm not like a huge fan of the fact that his name is Stephen Fletcher, which is the fact that this happens on Fletcher Town Road. And I feel like that's too... Too Fletcher? Too coincidency. Too much Fletcher. So, a little too much Fletcher going on. Uh, there are arguments, though, about whether or not this happens on Fletcher Town Road or on other roads. There's a lot to this. I'm just going to add a disclaimer that it took me a while to sort through all of the bullshit and all of the stories that were consistent and to figure out what goes where. And I even looked up a book excerpt where they took someone else's book and tried to figure everything out by piecing it together from that. So, difficult. Um, But this is the best I've got. Did you make a corkboard crime chart with all the... I was so close to having to do that. Damn it. I think our listeners need to see this. I should have made one. I think I need this most. But I don't think I had time (laughs) to do it. It would take a while. Maybe a couple months. There's a lot of stories that are the same. There's a moral twine right there. But you don't find out they're the same until like the last sentence. And you're Uh, like, nope, that's the same one I already read. So, yeah, so it's very difficult. Um, But anyway, the the most popular version starts out with a scientist named Stephen Fletcher uh, that worked as a researcher in Maryland. He worked at the Agricultural Research Center there, uh, which is a very real place. Uh, He specifically uh, worked with uh, DNA, and he was working with goats at the time he had an accident when <laughs> his blood was mixed with the goats that he was working his on. His blood? And, yep. What and, the fuck but, was yeah, he so doing? The, I think it's like supposed to be like he cut himself and like it spilled on him. Like one of those, you know, like infomercials where they're just spilling shit everywhere. And you're like, why are you doing this? That's what it, that's what it sounds like. Um, I will say, though, this uh, the Agricultural Research Center is an official USDA facility that released an official <laughs> public statement. This did not happen. That seems suspicious. It is a little weird. I would just ignore it. Like, I would just... It's a bunch of idiot teenagers drinking beer in the woods that pretty much came out with this. So, it's a weird story. Um, But anyway, apparently his blood mixed with the goats, and he then grew a ton of hair all over his body. Uh, Horns, he has hooves, he has an axe, and he has some man parts. Now, I want to be specifically clear about the man parts thing, because I was expecting that from you. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) uh, People of the area, of the locals, don't agree which parts are man. So, some people think that the top half is the goat. Other people think it's the bottom half. This isn't better. (laughs) This isn't helping. (laughs) So, so... You can kind of decide for yourself. Maybe maybe the head's a goat and the legs are a goat, but the man is a chest. Like, the chest is like a man's chest, right? Like, you can go with whatever you want, really. Mix maybe, and match. Maybe it's just a goat with human hands. Pretend like you're maybe five that's and you pull apart all of your Polly Pocket dolls. Oh, I went you gotta with put the, them back together. I was thinking, like, the PowerPoint backgrounds where you could pick the gradients, and you're like, <laughs> I want it to be dark to light, light to dark, <laughs> left to right, up and down. Like, that's how they're... <laughs> Figuring out how this goat man is put together. That's that's essentially what it sounds like. And choose your creative. Every local has a very <laughs> has like a telephone variation of the story where it's like they heard pieces, so then they put their own spin on it and then told it to someone else, and then that circulated back around probably to the first person who told them the story. But now they don't know that they're hearing the same story, so then they told that person a different story again, and then it goes around again. So you get like five of the same story, but like it ranges from there was one person to ten people to the girl's name was Darcy to her 
name was April, which is the actual girl's name. Um, so like it's it it took me forever. Well, tell us what you found. Anyway, so that's kind, that's kind of like a string chart. That's the description of what he looks like. Um, you know, it's hit or miss, and. He also hunts on Fletchertown Road, uh, just outside of the Bowie City lines, and he lives in a cave, cave beneath an old bridge. More caves. Wait, I'm sorry. This is all we get about the process is that, oops, our blood mix, and I turned into a half-man yeah. goat. Yeah, he was experimenting with goats, and as one does, they accidentally cut their finger or something, and they mix it with goat's blood, and you know how real life works. You suddenly turn into that. Literally not how blood works. <laughs> Oh my god. I think the Not idea of flesh wounds work. So I think the idea is that he was probably so working with like some special variation of goats or something like uh, they were doing experiments super goats. goats. I'm going to get more into it though. That that'll come up in a little bit. Uh, we've actually talked about it a bit on this show. Uh, we talked about it with the Beast of Barmston Drain. So anyone who's listening to that's going to know what I'm going to get into. But anyway, um he lives in this cave beneath this old bridge. Some people say it's a shack out in the woods. So it's either a shack or it's a cave. Whatever. I feel like that depends on whether he retained opposable thumbs or not. But judging from the axe, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say... the man parts. But I feel like the, the presence of the axe indicates the presence of opposable thumbs. He can hold the axe like close to his chest. <laughs> Gee, that sounds efficient. <laughs> Slam his body into things. Okay. Anyway, speaking of slamming into things, uh, he will sometimes just jump out from the areas around this bridge, like from the bushes or from underneath it or whatever, and he'll just smack cars with the axe. I love this. Uh, Again, opposable thumbs. Yeah. I mean, he probably does. Maybe it's in his mouth. Human or goat, whichever one. The only the other thing is that he's very hungry consistently. So like, if you are like specifically a young couple, which is something that factors in with the Pope like goat as well, is if you're a young couple, he's more likely to go after you. I don't know if he just wants like younger, tender people, but for some reason, it's younger people. Uh, but he does hit cars all the time, and apparently, if you drive by, there's a possibility your car will be damaged. So, good luck with that. Anyway, dropping back a bit here, the first actual real life mention, not possible witness story of the goat man comes from an article from October 1971. Uh, it comes from a woman named Karen Hostler who wrote in, I believe, in the Washington Post, but it's very hard to find where it came from. Uh, just so everyone knows, it is like nearly impossible to find the article. There are multiple articles from years back, like all the way from like articles made two years ago to articles made in 2000 that all have hyperlinks to her stuff, but all of those links are broken now. So it's impossible to find like the original thing. I searched, I searched Maryland records for what people told me were going to be there. They said, if you search records for this year and this year, things are there. Maryland records turns up with nothing. So I looked all over and I couldn't find like the actual physical article itself. So just a lot of mentions of it. But anyway, the, the article mentions a lot of the myths and legends of this area because there are a ton in Maryland. And the whole point was it was like an October Halloween article, right? So that's what she was doing. And one thing that she brings up is an older legend by the name of Goatman. But it's something that people hadn't really thought of in a while. It was like an older legend. People hadn't really talked about it in like 20 years. So she puts out this thing. She doesn't give much detail about it. She just mentions that the Goatman did exist and that some people were afraid of it and like afraid to go into the woods. But that's pretty much it. And then in November of the same year, literally right after the article releases, around November 3rd is from what I could nail down, Hostler releases a more in-depth article about... Uh, the goat man coming back. And now it's called Residence Fear Goat Man Lives, Dog Found Decapitated in Old Bowie. 
Apparently, the way this story goes is multiple ways. This is the most concrete version I could get. I rewrote this like four times. This is the most concrete version that I can find. So a teenager was sleeping and they were woken up in the middle of the night uh, by their dog barking. They said that when their dog was barking, they looked out the window to see what it was barking at. They saw a very large figure standing upright. The direct quote is animal-like creature that walks on its hind legs from April, who's the witness that saw this. She looked at the noise and then she freaked out over what she was seeing. So uh, this is where the two versions split. Either way, she runs away from the window. What I don't know is what happens next. There's one version of the story that she doesn't come out until the morning, which seems to be the real version. There's another version of the story that she gets two neighbors and they immediately go hunt down the thing. Either way, this thing screams in the middle of the night and then runs off into the forest. So then if we go with the morning one, she comes out the next morning and she finds that the dog is gone now. So she didn't go back out there that night, which is kind of hard to blame her. She sees a giant, very, very tall figure. It's hard to discern like how tall, but very big figure with like animal parts. Again, choose. Um, <laughs> and it screams and then runs away. So she didn't go out there. Um, she's left the, it was like a 10 month old puppy. Uh, she comes out, the puppy is gone. And then she and her neighbors, or she gets her neighbors, and they take bats out there, and they just go out into the woods hoping to find this thing. They eventually track down the dog's head. They come to Penn Central Railway, um, and that's where they find the head. And then further down the railroad tracks, they find the rest of the dog. But it doesn't say it was eaten, which is weird. Because one of the things that people are afraid of with this is that this thing just kind of eats things. But it's hard to discern kind of what happened. There are other stories that say that the dog's head was found on the lawn in the morning and that its body was found later in the woods. There's another version that says the dog was cut in two and its body was split through the forest. But this version seems to be the real, the most real one. Um, the head and the body were found on Penn Central's railroad tracks. And this is actually kind of a weirdly important side note in terms of the Pope-like Goatman, which I'm not going to get super into because it's a different cryptid technically. But the Penn Central Railway was actually purchased by Conrail in the late uh, 1970s, kind of like mid-1970s. Um, and then Conrail was merged with a company called Norfolk Southern Railway, which still runs to this day. That rail line connects all the way to Louisville, Kentucky, and actually runs over the exact bridge that the Pope Lick Creek Goatman lives in. So They're the same Goatman. And for people who don't know about him, the biggest thing about him is that he lures people onto the train tracks to their death to get hit by the train, which sounds insane, but multiple people have died on these train tracks by getting hit by the train because they either go to look for him or whatever the story may be. So regardless if he people. physically lures them up there, they do get lured up there by the story. And there was a story about one um, couple where the woman got hit by the train and the guy fell off the bridge. He survived somehow. She didn't. But he fell off of it. It's like a hundred foot high bridge. Yeah, just like the stories of people getting hit by trains. I'm like, it's a train. You hear fucking coming down the That's Bradley what I understand. tracks with a little right? like, It's not like a super train. This isn't a movie where like you don't hear it until they honk the horn either. You can hear a train. If you yeah. can't hear a train, like then I'm very confused by that. 
Please get your hearing checked. Exactly. Like, it's very yeah. confusing. But um, anyway, so this railway actually connects to that railway, though. So the Goatmen are physically connected by something. It doesn't. It's not a straight shot. I don't want to say that. But it is. it does connect by just, like, a couple turns. So, and of course, it's hundreds of miles or whatever. But, like, I don't know. It's not much when you really think about it. They're not far away from each other. They're very similar MOs. Goatman's a train hopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Um, but anyway, so after this dog was found, multiple dog killings and disappearances are reported to have happened so- shortly after this, consistently, like, over the course of time. Um, and all of these were pretty much uh, blamed on the Goatman. So they found, from what I can tell, supposedly found other dog body parts. Really hard to confirm that. But... Dogs were kidnapped or disappeared in this area. So, that happened. There are other versions where you hear that, like, a group of girls looked out the window and they saw a large figure and there was a dog on the leash and then the dog disappeared by the morning. It's all the same stuff. It's just April's story. She telephoned. Mm. Consistently. Um, but, shortly after this happened, then there was a slew of murders that have happened. Now... When I read multiple articles, they made it sound like these 14 murders happened all in a row. They did not. They happened over the course of decades. So, 14 murders did happen in this area. (laughs) It's a lot different. It's still a lot of people dead. And one of the weirdest things is that all of these people are pretty much found either just thrown on the road or they're found pretty open in the forest. Like, they're not Hmm. hidden. So, that's the weird aspect of this. But what I did read is that Maryland, this area of Maryland, is known for violent crime. So... Even though it's a small area, it's still known for violent crime, I guess. So I guess things like that happen. Um, but it's possible that it's the goat man killing these people. Some of the people have been found with like multiple stab wounds, too. So, yeah. Like an axe? See, that's the thing. <laughs> knife wounds. Have they it been specifically axing? said knife wounds. And like, unless it's a tiny he's got axe. got knives in his little hooves. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just his fingers. Maybe like his fingers have extended and like each end of a finger is like its own like sharp hoof. And like you stab what that into fuck? people. Just like, it's like you're typing on a typewriter, but like on a person's Again. body. Ew. <laughs> Um, since then, multiple sightings have also happened from the roadway. Now, keep in mind, with the original newspaper report, this has become a huge local legend. It resurfaced like crazy. Um, there are people that, like, it's said that they'll go to a local football game, and then they'll all take a bunch of beers, and they'll go out to this road, and they'll just scare each other while they're out there. So it's a very popular spot now. But people have said that they do still see the goat man, um, and his look has been... Uh, kind of updated a bit. Uh, he's still tall, he's still hairy, but now he has glowing eyes. Because <laughs> mm, what cryptid course. doesn't have glowing eyes? Every single one does. I mean, everything has glowing eyes if you catch their eyes right well, with that's, a lot yeah, of Yeah, that's like really the whole all thing. All three of ours had glowing eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, if you kind of drop back, since then, there's been a tale from the 50s that has kind of resurfaced um, where a young couple was attacked, and it's really hard to tell. They might have been killed by the goat man. One of them might have been killed by the goat man. It sounds eerily similar to the couple on the bridge that definitely happened where the girl was hit by a train. This one, just people say it was an axe instead. There's definitely, I feel like, some crossover Train here. versus axe are two very different they're, they are very different things, but at the same time, like, it's not when people's stories are suddenly changing. So, yeah. Um, there's no witnesses to that 50s tale, though. And supposedly, he's been spotted in the area for years past as well. But again, there's no evidence to that. Um, so you, didn't ha- you didn't find any pictures? I did find a picture. There's one at the bottom of Rowan. Oh. Um, that is from a video, and we'll put it in the, in the newsletter. Uh, that's from a video... And that video is now a broken link in a private video on YouTube that you cannot watch. 
So another Suspicious. just blocked site for some reason. Everything I found that has real information on this is blocked. I had to go into like older books that had that had like already linked the information and like found mm-hmm. it themselves. So yeah, but this is suppo- supposedly the Goat Man. Uh, it's like very dark and covered in fur. It looks a lot more like a bear mm-hmm. than a Goat Man. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the only evidence though. That's like the only evidence besides a decapitated dog. So. It seems like the decapitated dog thing definitely happened. And there's definitely people dying in these woods. Like, I mean, it's not a ton of murders over the course of decades, but it's still, like, I mean, like, even one person every couple of years is kind of a lot to just show up in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. Um, so is the Goatman real, though? Uh, this is kind of where what my research led me to another rumor that has to do with there's a rumor around the kind of the surrounding areas that... Uh, exists kind of uh, in parallel to the goat man where people have claimed that there's a man with a long black beard that used to live in the area he was kind of like a nomad so he would wander and he lived there but they rarely saw him because he would come out only when he was like hungry and he would steal like food from farms or whatever and that's kind of a rumor it's not confirmed that that's a real thing it's something that like the older people tell around that area um, it is weirdly similar to the idea of the goat man, like a very hairy man that comes out of the woods and like kills animals or whatever. So I thought it was kind of an interesting inclusion into this, but also the site that I read it from said that it's another one of those stories that has changed so much by going between people. It's hard to tell what part of it's real. So it sounds like probably someone lived out there. It wouldn't surprise me if homeless people live out there occasionally too, which is where it came from. Yeah, and like every, I feel like every area has its own version of like recluse living in the woods, or is it a bunny man? (laughs) The bunny man is a whole other thing. Yeah, but yeah, but they're all like escaped convicts who, you know, kill teens on Lovers Lane. Yeah, just escaped convicts. just the Zodiac killer. It's not a. It's not a goat man. Just Ted Cruz. It's just some white guy with a knife. That's all it is. Yeah. Wait, did you say Ted Cruz? Yeah. Yeah, he's the Zodiac killer. Obviously, oh. everyone knows that. Uh. Duh. He looks just like him. Um, <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, it could also be a chimera. So this harkens back to the uh, drain beastie that we talked about in our Halloween episode. Uh, it's possible that maybe what he actually was researching was like stem cells and like growing animal human, uh, like combination, like weird animals, right? So you're which, saying he stem cell bombed himself? Which possibly maybe he did that, or maybe they got the story wrong and this is an escaped lab experiment. There is a Maryland fund for stem cell research, however, it technically wasn't established until 2009, technically, but I mean. We all know that the government doesn't like to tell us things. We also have a whole thing about the government, you know, stealing technology for themselves and not giving it to us until way later. They've been using drones since like the 70s or even earlier. So that's a thing. Um, so it's possible that it's a chimera like we talked about before in a different episode. Uh, it's also possible that it is Satan, the smoothest of Satans. Um, it's possible that it's Satan. Uh, damn it. <laughs> we are in November. Where is your holiday spirit? It is some of the locals, some of the locals... <laughs> The uh, alleys over us. <laughs> the Christians of the area believe that the goat man is absolutely real and that it is legitimately just Satan. And ah. he's killing young couples who either don't believe or, you know, he's trying to convert you in whatever way he does. Uh, it could maybe be. Maybe the devil's just surfacing to kill and eat area. young people. Okay, this just sounds like 
horror movie trope 101. Yeah. Of like, <laughs> if you have sex, you will get killed immediately. Goat man. Just Thanks. like fill in the blank, bad guy. Like, Evil. Well, there's plenty of people in the area that apparently believe that this is true. So, of course they do. It's small town nowhere. It's a possibility. Uh, it's also possible that maybe, like we talked about, this is actually the goat man of Pope Lick, or vice versa. Like, that is the one that was here, but then moved over there. Um, I read that as, is this the same goat man as Pumpkin Spice Latte? <laughs> <laughs> there's no S there. Um... But yeah, so both of them hunt down young couples. Uh, both of them have stories around people dying in the area, like younger people dying in the area. Uh, and they're both kind of like aggressive in the way they do things. Like I said, the the one couple, the guy fell off of like a hundred foot bridge. That's how tall the bridge is into a creek. He's still, sur- I don't know how he survived. Uh, but the woman got hit by a train. Uh, but yeah, so possibility that they're connected. Uh, it's also possible, one historian says, uh, that it could just be an urban legend and not true at all. He thinks that sometimes the college and high school students could be influenced by Greek mythology, which is apparently something that's taught in the area consistently, according to him, the way he brought it up. Um, he made it sound like it's something, what he said is essentially the ages of people that are interested in it tend to be the ages that are just learning about, like, Greek mythology in that area. I don't know if it's, like, and a so small what, town they, thing. so like, taking hallucinogens out in the forest and they're like, go No, man! this is a small town. They drink beer. That's just, they go out there and drink a lot of beer. I'm like, okay. Or, counterpoint, freshmen in high school read the fucking Odyssey, because everybody does that, and then yeah. watch, like, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? or whatever other contemporary adaptation they want to show. Yeah. And then... The seniors are like, hey, hey remember, remember when we were freshmen? The seniors were telling us about Goatman? Let's tell them about Goatman. And tap on their windows. That's probably what it is. I read that like high schoolers literally go down there so often, and college students, that it's just littered with beer cans, like the area. They literally just throw beer cans everywhere. So maybe that's why he went to Pope Lick. He's like, fuck this. Fuck this shit. And over in Pope Lick, Pope Lick is actually such a like serious area where people are getting hit by trains and dying and stuff over there that they put the company that owns the railway put up a fence, like a large fence with a giant sign that says, do not cross the fence because you can die. That's how you get people to cross the fence. But again, how do you not see the train? Or hear it. And also, feel it. I just want to say this because you see it all the time. If you're on a bridge and there's a train coming at you, your best option is to hop over the railing on the bridge and just kind of stand there for a minute. That's better than getting hit by the train or jumping. I never understood that. There's always a railing. You just stand there. It's separate. I looked at the pictures. It's separate. The train can't hit you. Oh, like on the outside. Yeah, because not like, just like no, because like if you just hang on the outside okay. and you just you have like a foothold. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. hold yourself. You have like the upper body strength of a toddler. Just stand there. <laughs> like even toddlers can do that. But anyway, the biggest question out of all of this for me, after researching all of this and looking into everything, is who the fuck killed April's dog? A monster. <laughs> it's like a monster of a human being or a monster monster did it because I like everything I read says that a dog definitely got ripped out of someone's front lawn in the middle of the night and then decapitated and left on a railway. Uh, with the screaming, I'm like cougar mountain lion. Yeah. Could be. I mean, it also could just be a bunch of drunk college students. Honestly, not surprise me. I hate humans. Yeah. We all do. Humans are the real monsters. Humans, goat humans, human goats. Owls. Owls. With their creepy little legs. (laughs) Or not little legs. (laughs) They're so funny. The only humanoid thing that everyone loves is Mothman. Yes. Unless he's causing bridges to collapse. I think he's warning us about bridges collapsing. 
He's like a he's doctor. He's doing his best. He's a doctor of chaos. Because <laughs> he's just like, I just, nobody understands me. I don't understand my process. Leave! <laughs> ah! uh, anyway, though, that's the goat man. Uh, you can kind of decide what you want. It, there's, a, there's a whole slew of things it could be. There's also a lot of different origins for this thing. Uh, some people think that it might legitimately be like the Greek mythology goat man, but it's just survived in these woods for this long and no one's ever noticed, I guess. And... Okay, they even killed off Pan in the Percy Jackson series. <laughs> so, like, Earth is dying. We killed off the god of nature a long time ago. Clearly not living in Maryland. Nature's left us. But yeah, nature's <laughs> like, mm, yeah. later dudes, middle fingers all around. I have trouble believing that it's anything other than either like an animal or it could just be a person living out there. I mean, mm -hmm. it's the woods. It's also po it's legitimately possible that like the black bearded guy story is just a real story. There's just a guy living out there. He's just there to collect the beer cans and trade them in for change. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably makes I'm like uh, some money. Doing yeah, that. that sounds like a valid way to make a make a living if you're being a hermit like good on you buddy and you're cleaning Clean up, up the, woods. the forest well that's the first episode of our grab bag of cryptids cryptid clutch cryptid closet <laughs> like you got like a whole like you got my hangers just like, i just went on. to like the clueless closet this top and this skirt and like Ooh. oh yeah 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 no and i know what you're that's how goatman was made <laughs> I don't know. I think Cryptid Closet, I think because it's like Scooby-Doo too. Like they have like the outfits. So it's just like a range of outfits that all the bad guys can use. Um, but yeah. Which one do you think is the most realistic? I mean, I'd say Goatman's the most realistic. Actually, no, I'd say probably the snake. Mm, that one makes the least amount of sense to me. Allie, which one do you think is the most real? Well, if we're thinking about the terms of, like, all of our what-could-it-be sections, I love the owl. It's always an owl. I just, like, I love the idea that this fucking thing <laughs> is, like, an owl with its wings up and its legs out and it's on a tree and there's bushes in it. <laughs> and... And everyone was like, aliens! <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the National Guard... And it Guard, was the 50s, and I feel like that's the most realist. <laughs> the National Guard guy does drop the flashlight, so at that point, and he might screams. lose the owl. Yeah, he screams and runs away while one of them pisses himself <laughs> while trying to run away. <laughs> I mean, I'll give the 10-year-old credit. Like, good job, buddy. You didn't shit yourself, you just peed. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's my hot take, Chelsea. Um, I would like to hang out with Braxy, so I'm going to say that they're the real one, just because. Okay. <laughs> That's all. I honestly think, like, the point, like, the fun part <laughs> with cryptids for me is that the majority of these can pretty much be real. You just have to find the explanation for mm -hmm. it. So. <laughs> what did you see? But I will. If you saw something. I do want to harken back, though. I can't remember which episode we mentioned it in, but there is a guy out there. I didn't read about him this time, but I just always like to bring him up so people remember he exists. He's a researcher. He researches Bigfoot, and he thinks all cryptids are misidentified Bigfoots. Every oh, single yeah. one. You see a giant squid? Nah. It's a Bigfoot. Aquatic Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that snorkeling. Doesn't he even include Nessie? <laughs> yes. He thinks Nessie is an unidentified or a misidentified Bigfoot. And I wish I was being, like, I wish I was joking, but I'm not. So, yeah. Anyway, let us know what you think. Let us know which one you think is the most real. Uh, let us know if you live near any of these and you. Uh, Do you know have more information? What they look like? Maybe you've encountered one. 
I mean, people encounter weird things all the time. Do you have any more sighting for the Groot Slung that are more than just like this fucking English guy who disappeared because he's dumb? I want to know. Yeah. You can email us. We have an email. It's just podcastname at gmail.com. Um, you can also follow us on the social medias. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. We have a fucking Goodreads. If you want to know what books are part of this. I don't know if we have any books for this one. I didn't find it. I, I don't found, mind it in that I book. found a book, but like it's not like a big oh, book. Oh yeah, you were talking anything. about books. Yeah. I guess we could put that book on there. Look out for Cameron's book. Chelsea and I don't have yeah, uh. <laughs> anything for that. Um, of course, there's also the newsletter. If you want to see all these pictures of these things we've been talking about, um, it's worth it. Maybe we'll link to a dress with pockets. I don't know. Yeah. You want recommendations for clothing? <laughs> we got you. <laughs> but only ones with pockets. And of course, we have our virtual tip jar. If you want to help us keep this podcast ad-free, you can go to ko-fi.com slash what. If you don't know how to spell that, it's in the show notes. As that famous song goes, do 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 tip tip. That's it. That's it. You nailed <laughs> That's it. That's the song. What the fuck? <laughs> also, give us five star reviews. Yeah. Okay. Let thanks. Us, let us know what you think about the show and those five star reviews. Anyway, I'm uh, Allie. that's Allie. What? Allie a hool. <laughs> oh, oh, like what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't remember what yours is. Cam Cryptid Cam? Cam Cryptid Cam. cam. Yep, that's me. <laughs> that's me. And I'm Chelsea Serpent. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, remember to always stay stitious and bring a camera with you if you go cryptid hunting. Uh, Jesus, take pictures. Don't pee yourself if you see an owl on a bush. Don't leave a trail. <laughs> leave no trace.